0: all right hello
1: and welcome just a family this is giving you something to talk about or just a live tv as i like to call it i'm your host melissa crutchler today we're going to be talking about your inner child and who doesn't like talking about their inner child i know that myself and my guest speaker are excited about this episode how about we hand it over to my guest speaker who is also our sponsor today so why would you or sorry why don't you tell us about yourself and your opportunity Sure.
0: Thank you, Melissa. So my name is Felicity Nicole, and I am an author, speaker, mentor, brand owner of She Is You. And so what She Is You is, we are a community for midlife women that are seeking reinvention, seeking that healing, but they're wanting to do that journey in a togetherness. So we're building a tribe. They're building their community and we offer classes and workshops. We do in-person events. I love it. It's growing and it's just one of the most beautiful passion projects that I think anybody could absolutely loved to be a part of so that's what the brand is we have a little bit of a blog i think eventually it will be turned into a physical magazine um in the midwest i'm in chicago and i'm an author so i've got my memoir scheduled for publication um may 30th of this year
1: <laughs> i absolutely love that um I just realized that I completely screwed up uh, something on the the show. So for anyone watching, you're going to see that it says no means no, which is tomorrow's episode. And I completely apologize. I don't know how it happened, but apparently um, on our uh, software app, I... Uh, clicked the wrong episode to to be airing so I apologize for all of that Um, it's a little bit late now to change it unless we get out and restart it but I don't feel like doing that and I'm sure you don't either so um, again just a reminder it is your inner child so go and check that out Uh, if anybody at any time wants to connect with either myself or Felicity while we are live you can comment and get involved. And then afterwards, there are links in the description of this episode that you can get involved or or get in contact with either myself or Felicity. So feel please feel free to do that. Uh, Get involved in the conversation. Uh, First thing I'd like to ask is, does anybody know? And again, if you're catching the replay, please comment. Does anybody know what your inner child actually is? Um, And Felicity, this is one of your favorite topics. So what do you what do you tell people that your inner child is?
0: Uh, well, we have many archetypes. So my younger inner child, she's just sweet and crazy and wants to twirl and dance and wear a tool skirt. And um, I nurture her through art and creativity. And I mother her through love because we have to reparent our inner child. So she's the one that needs most that that security and safety of feeling loved
1: yeah absolutely um sorry i'm just irritated with that whole thing i had to actually stop it because it was live streaming to tomorrow's guest platform so i wanted to make sure that stopped right away that's a first um inner child so using that what we're experiencing right now as as kind of a guideline is being able to laugh at that right Um, if a child is out and they fall or they make a mistake or something happens that's silly or shouldn't happen we laugh right we laugh about it we have that ability to laugh at ourselves to laugh at the things that are going on around us and so I really wanted to share that because obviously like I said yesterday and today we had a couple issues uh, with this live stream and so uh, hopefully tomorrow is a little bit better but going on with your inner child is we forget who we are and our inner child kind of kind of is that one of the those deepest connections of who we are the things that we enjoy the the coloring books the you know being able to dance and have those little mini mini dance parties um playing with our toes in the sand or the grass or you know playing in the mud there are a lot of things that we when we get older forget to play with or or just don't make time to do I know that when I was in the hospital my oldest daughter is diagnosed with type 1 diabetes and when we were in the hospital I took a coloring book and I colored um and I think I actually have it right here. I colored the entire six days we were in the hospital I just I colored because it was soothing it made me feel good um it got me kind of out of my head, all of the stress, all of the, you know, um, compartmentalizing we do as adults and, you know, the, the what ifs, the future, the today, the tomorrow, the, you know, who am I right now? How am I going to get through this? All of those things. But our inner child says, you know, what's right now, right? What, What are we focused on right now?
0: I agree. And um, to summarize all that worry that you just like, I could feel that like that's where we have to learn to embrace the uncertainty of life and trust in God's faith and his plan. And so all that, that you just was like in this and that, and we compartmentalize and that's really learning to leaning into that uncertainty as an adventure, as, um, and as in trust, as in faith, which we have the tendency to forget about. And we do, we worry, 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 and we over worry. And it's unnecessary if you are a Christian or not, if you do believe in some sort of higher power, they've got it for us, mm-hmm. whether it's the universe or source or God.
1: Yeah. And not only just the worry, but the judgment, right? Um, what are people going to think of me? What are you know, what do I think of this person or, you know, going into things with an open mind? How often do we actually go into things with an open mind and saying, hey, you know, this could be really fun instead of going, oh, well, you know, like that's a little bit out of my comfort zone. It's like, oh, no. Right. Um I'm bringing humor back. My husband and I decided to start a business together. Um, it is inappropriate products. And I'm not going to go into exactly what that, what that looks like right now. Um, yeah. imagine, giving, imagine giving your best friend uh, wrapping paper that has genitalia on it. Like cartoon-wise. Yes. It's quite funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's laughter, right? It's, it's funny. It's laughter. It's not... You know, it's not judgmental. It's not stereotypical. It's not, you know, um, hurtful humor. It's, you know, if if you go into a classroom and you say the word fart, all those kids are like every kid is going to laugh. They're going to say, "Oh my god!" or "Oh my goodness, what just happened?" Right? Um, you've got class clowns. You've got people who are reserved and quiet. So your inner child is kind of. Like you said, that mixture and that archetype of of every different aspect of who we are. And when we forget to embrace that inner child, when we forget to understand how it works and how it speaks, right, we we don't make any effort with it. We don't make any effort to say, oh, you know, I really loved coloring when I was a child. Maybe I'm going to color adult coloring books, or maybe I'm going to just doodle or whatever that looks like. And start giving yourself that peace that that used to bring you.
0: Yes. Yes. At first though, um, you have to connect and you have to identify. And if you don't, this little inner child of yours is going to come through in in different areas of your life. So you might see, you might see some, um, distractions at work, you might see some static in your relationship, you might see some frustration with your girlfriends. Those are all ways that this inner child, if gone unhealed, will emerge in, in your current status quo adult life. Speaking from my experience, my therapeutic journey, because I, disclaimer, am not a therapist but I have gone through an intense therapeutic journey on healing my inner child. And before that, and I'll give you a good example is, um, a competition. There's a competition. There shouldn't be a competition. Why is there a competition between women that exactly? So what's going on here? What, what's being triggered here? Yes. There's a, there's a little bit of that woundedness that needs to be addressed.
1: Well, yeah. Um, as, as an identity coach, one of the things that I that I really like to to bring forward is that when we're kids, we have kids have it really hard, right? When we're born, we're trying to figure everything out. We have to learn how to do everything, right? We have to learn how to walk, how to talk, how to dress, how to go to the bathroom, we, how to eat. We have to learn all of these different things. And so when we go to school, we're put into, and and not to go all hyper crazy on schools, but on schools we're taught conformity. We're taught competition. Mm -hmm. We're taught how to be just like everybody else, but be better at them, like better than them at the same thing. Right. And we're, we're not taught to encourage or embrace our uniqueness, our, our gifts and our abilities and, and the things that we're, we're passionate about. So when you get to this part where you're like, oh, I, I need to heal that wounded inner child, that child is still focused on all the child things, on all that, oh, I have to be this way to have friends. I have to be this way to be a good teacher. I have to be this way to learn. I have to follow these rules. And you're constantly battling all of those beliefs that were instilled in you as a child instead of going, none of that matters today right? I don't have to compete with X, Y, or Z because the way I'm doing it is unique. How many coaches are there out there in the world? How many, um, like your, your membership, she is you. I have women supporting women. And it's similar, but it's different. It's unique, right? That you can have two identical twin siblings and they're both <laughs> completely different people. Um, and, and that's, I think, what we forget is that we're not all conformist. We're not all you know, following, you talked about Christianity, not all Christians are the same, not all of them follow the same scriptures, or follow the same properties, right, you have some that are, that are, you know, more open, you have some that are more on the zealot side, you have, like, and that goes with everything, that's not just religion, it's, it's politics, it's all of the things that we're competing on all the time, and the inner child's going, this sucks,
0: That's kind of but what if I you know. give her space to speak yeah. and space to listen, she'll talk. And that's where the conversation begins. Yeah. And so that's where you're journaling, you're meditating, you talking to her. What does she want? Like you said, coloring, um, putting the shame away, putting the false belief system away, which takes some time because you got to think we're in our 40s now and 50s. We've been living with this narrative for a very long time, it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take a lot of cognitive work and being aware. And, and, um, you know, cognitive behavioral therapy was wonderful for me. Um, EMT tapping is great for changing all of that. There's so many different modalities to healing that and welcoming that. And I still love how you're like just embracing it and having fun with it because it really is. It really is. Go and have a dance party, go and sing karaoke. And who cares if you suck at it? Mm -hmm. We have restricted ourselves so much. It's just, it's too tight, but we're shifting. And that's fun. That's the fun thing is that we're shifting.
1: Yep. And we talk about uh, midlife and we talk about women. I, I'm 40 this year. So we talk about women in our generation, our generation and the 10 years prior and the 10 years after all grew up at Disney. And I have a beef with Disney. I love Disney movies. Absolutely love them. I have like a whole collection of them, but they told some really nasty morals and it wasn't on purpose. I don't think it was just the generation that we grew up in, but oh, you have to find Mr. Taldark and handsome. You have to be rescued by a prince. You, you know, you have to be, you know, Cinderella, right? (laughs) It's like, you know, if Cinderella is a maid, she can't be happy. Like all of these bunk lessons that we learned that we're still, you know, thinking of in our forties. I, I go and jump on my husband And we have like, I'll tickle him and I'll like, just, I'll headbutt him and just do weird things because (laughs) my inner child's going, Hey, it's hyper time. Let's have some fun and just go completely off the wall. I'll start making whale noises from Nemo, finding Nemo because it's funny. Um, And it's just embracing stuff like that.
0: You, but right there though, there's a trust in your relationship. So for you to have her come out because I do speak a lot about this, for you to have her come out with your spouse, there is so much trust in your relationship, which is wonderful because for a lot of women to allow her to come out, there's trust issues in the relationship. And so she may come out, but then she may be told to be put back in. And I'll give you a perfect example. You hit the nail right on the head with Disney and Cinderella. And I'm going to go there. I'm going to share this story with you. I had my Cinderella moment, I did, and it's in my memoir. I had a black tie wedding to go to with my current husband and his family. And it was gonna be a four day event down in Tennessee, okay? Because this was an Indian wedding and they do it big and they do it extravagant. And so my first black tie wedding, I went and I bought myself a gown but I needed a pair of shoes. So I was like, well, look at these shoes. And he's like, but these shoes go perfect. So as a gift for you, I will buy you these shoes. And so he was ecstatic and excited that I was going to have this beautiful gown with these shoes and these earrings. So he goes to work the next day, which is his family business. And he tells his family, my goodness, Felicity found the perfect dress and she got the perfect brand brand shoe to go with it. And she looks beautiful. Do you know what the response was? Here we go, ladies. And this is perfect Cinderella moment. You make her take that back. You make her take that back. She is simple. You make her take that back. And I looked at my husband and if that wasn't the Cinderella pulling all the stuff off, I said, you know what, I'll go to Walmart then that's fine. And I'll still outshine all them, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I I could, yeah, but it's the reality of it. That is the reality of what that wounded feminine can do. And so what did that do to my inner child? Whoa, I'm not good enough for this. Whoa. I don't belong here
1: i want to dress up like a
0: princess (laughs) i'm not no no i'm not good enough for that yeah exactly i was just told
1: by yeah it's crazy it's crazy yeah and like not even just wounded feminine my husband um and that's one of the reasons we're we're creating this this off the wall inappropriate business because it's kid-like right my husband's like a big kid. Like he'll come home and he'll fart. And it's like the whole family's laughing. Right. And It's like we have every night when we're cooking dinner, he's sharing the dad joke of the day that he found. Right. And um, he acts like a big kid when he's at home with us, he acts like a big kid, you know, he comes home from work and he's just like, he sheds that I have to be like this huge man who does all this and, He comes home and he acts like a kid and it's great. Um, I can see the wounded, the wounded little boy that's, that's inside of him because he hasn't completely healed him yet. Um, But I still see the big kid who just wants to have fun. Who just wants to laugh at fart jokes and, (laughs) and and, right. Like just whatever weirdness comes into play. And that's not everybody. And and for anybody watching or catching the replay, absolutely. Right. Find what your inner child is, is into and, let them shine a little bit. Obviously wound, right? We don't want to be in competition all the time. We don't want to be judgmental or feeling like we have to conform to different boxes and um, just all this crazy stuff.
0: No, we should be able to embrace the adversity of one another. And if you go back to just what it was like to be a little girl, I mean, we did just that we didn't recognize color we played with whoever we wanted to play with and we had fun it was it
1: was beautiful we dressed up like princesses or we you know kissed frogs or yeah. you know whatever we wanted to do um and that is the thing like we we weren't f- afraid of what everybody thought of us we just had fun mm-hmm. you know we sung in the rain we jumped in puddles we made mud pies and played with worms like you know just the the amount of of things that we enjoyed and for kids their main goal is to have fun their main goal is to enjoy life and as we get older as adults we forget that we forget that our that we're supposed to be living and experiencing and and having fun and and doing the things that feed our souls and it's just society tells us that's not, that's not the purpose of life. It's to make money, become famous. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to do all that while embracing my inner child, because what's life like not doing that?
0: Exactly. And and if you can connect, how can your ego feed your soul? Dude, you, it's right there. That's like higher purpose alignment like 101 and I was I learned that in one of my most recent um I take it I'm in school so I'm doing women's studies and stuff like that but if you can have your ego tap into that what how can your ego serve your soul purpose you're good to go Mm -hmm.
1: I love it yeah yep absolutely um what else would you like people to know or understand about inner child, um, their inner child?
0: Yeah, you know, I think it's going to be different from everybody because everybody comes from a different story. And I just believe the last words of whatever wisdom would be is that you do have the power to change that story. So, regardless of how you were raised, regardless of how your current family is, you still have that power to change your story. And so that's going to take a lot of work. You find yourself a great therapy team and you might have to do some no contact, some healthy boundaries with people, but you can change that story and reparent all those parts of your inner child because you you do have the little one. You've got your teenage self, that rebellion one, um, my, my mine is she's she's wild, she'll throw down in a heartbeat, you know. she, She's a tomboy, she yeah, uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, South, I mean, seriously, like she just like boom, she'll come right through your jugular, yeah, right for the jugular. So I always have to keep her in check. Um, but you just love them and reparent them and begin to change that story because you're going to see it change and you're, and I think your close knit cohorts will see that as well too. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, I did research on, um, DID, um, when I first started coaching and, and got into my spiritual practice and I wondered whether or not the, the, the different, um, the different identities are parts of where we're stuck. Um, parts of those those inner ch- children, the, the protector, the childlike innocence, the you know, wounded, the wounded child, the you know, brave child, the whatever aspect of, of our lives we, we kind of had that trauma or that, that big event that created that separate identity. Um, whether or not that is just a part of us that says I I had to stop here to live I had to stop here to to be safe I had to stop here to to cope right um, And like you said putting them all together right honoring them for where they where they were uh, when when you stopped acknowledging them honoring them and and helping them grow so that you can add the child to the teen and you can add the teen to the adult and you can add the adult to the matronly lady who is waiting, right? Because I feel like I have this old lady in my head going, you know, I can't wait to have like all my kids, grandchildren around me. I'm not in a rush. And you guys obviously want to enjoy, enjoy it before I get there. But you know, I can see all those different aspects of my identity and be like, you know, okay, I've been here. I'm going to add that here and I, and bring them forward with you.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. And it's interesting that you say that, that we're, we're, we're those moments where we are paused
1: mm-hmm.
0: and how you can grow them into slowly through trust and love.
1: Yeah. And for anybody watching, I think my last words of wisdom are: remember that you are your own identity. You, your past doesn't doesn't um, define who you are. Your struggles don't define who you are. Your future doesn't define who you are. You get to define who you are. You can take away every aspect of your life, all the people that you have around you, and you're still going to be you. You need to honor, love, and respect whatever version of you you're at and whatever version of you came before, whatever version of you is coming up because that's you and we are always and and always should be our number one priority
0: i agree completely we're leveling up yes
1: yes uh that's like sierra's song level up <laughs> i watch that and i'm just i listen to that every so often i'm just like let's keep going we're going higher um so yeah, <laughs> all right. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add before we get going? Um, Let's see here.
0: I think everybody should just have the courage, the courage to just step outside their comfort zone and get a pen and paper and do some exploring. It never hurts to tap into and see what he or she is saying and go from there. We all wanna be better versions of ourselves. That's all about the whole leveling up. And when we do that, then we heal on the the, the bigger grand scale of things. And we need a lot of that. There's, we need a lot of healing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right. Why don't you give us one last shout out to She Is You. Tell us what that's about and how people can get involved. Yes.
0: So visit my website, uh, sheisumag.com, and you can check out Um, My one-on-one coaching, you can check out the sisterhood, the membership, which is where we midlife women will do our healing journey together with other midlife women. We do live in-person events where we actually have inner child play. I've got hula hoops and sidewalk chalk, and I've got 40 and 50 year old women having fun with balloons. And, but that's what it's about. It's every... We embrace adversity because everybody's story is different and everybody's going to bring a different value to the table. Mm-hmm. And that's the philosophy about it. And then my memoir that's coming up, my story to be shared with everybody. You can find that there on the website as well. So that's May 30th. That's right around the corner.
1: What's exciting? Super
0: exciting. It really is. It really is. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, for all of you watching, please make sure that you reach out to Felicity or myself if you have more questions. Um, Absolutely get involved. If you'd like to be a guest speaker, guest blogger, guest sponsor, or if you'd like a topic featured on the show, please make sure that you reach out to us at justalivetv.com. We are always, always looking for people who want to share their stories, their values, and their lessons to make the world a happier, healthier place. So thank you, Felicity, for joining me. I really appreciated your time.
0: Thank you. Me too.
1: All right. Well, I'm Melissa Kretschler. I'm your host. I hope you all have a wonderful afternoon, morning, or evening, depending on when or where you're watching. And I will see all of you on the next episode. Bye.